Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, we begin the podcast with the fallout from the Champions League. With, of course, Man City losing to RB Leipzig. Didn't really mean anything. And Liverpool, of course, beating AC Milan. Didn't really mean anything either. Pointless night of football. This is how that pointless night of football sounded on TalkSport. Liverpool win all six Champions League group games for the first time. And with it, ensure that there will be no repeat of 2005 in the later rounds. Milan are out. I don't feel pride a lot in football because it's most of the time I expect good things happen, to be honest. Um, but that tonight fills me with a lot of pride. It's an um, exceptional performance. I don't mean it's that we won six games. I won, uh, I'm, the, the reason is especially this game. And because it was so good. And with that many changes, it's easy for me to make the changes. But in the end, the boys have to, have to be then confident enough to show how good they are and I saw so many good football things tonight it was absolutely incredible it is the toughest group I've seen on paper it is an incredible achievement I've got to say you've got to give credit to the team to win straight games like they have done they made changes tonight and still had too much for the opposition so credit to them with the strike force obviously Salah and Origi scoring a couple of really really good goals tonight credit to them was superb right and there have been this campaign but you can't gauge anything from that Liverpool tonight that's their second they look like the best team in Europe that we've ever seen that's their second score imagine what they're going to be like Liverpool when they when they put out the big heads AC Milan tonight were a disgrace I couldn't believe what I'm watching there this competition right now is just English teams it's going to be the best of the English teams and Bayern Munich I cannot believe what you and I have just watched Manchester City are beaten here in East Germany. Pep Guardiola's side topped their Champions League group nonetheless, but it was an evening to forget for Sky Blues supporters. No, it's when we play better in the second half. So we're more aggressive, we, we play to win the game, and we lost it. Congratulations for Leipzig. And Walker is being called over by Sandro Scherer, who reaches for his top pocket, and it is a red card for Kyle Walker. It's red card, definitely. I'm not coming here to say what happened in the dressing room. 
Now, after Arsenal's defeat to Everton at Goodison Park on Monday night, Simon Moni Monalot Jordan reckons they lack leadership and QPR striker Charlie Austin claims sides don't fear the Gunners anymore. But we start with Darren Bent, the former Spurs striker, who's an Arsenal fan, reckons any side could beat Mikel Arteta's men, even Norwich. Everton 2, Arsenal 1, Damari Gray and the roof has lifted off. Park. How boring are we now? Mm. We, we didn't used to be like that. We, we had an identity to the way they played. But that first half last night was was hard to watch in terms of what Arsenal were trying to do. You could quite clearly see how much they missed Smith Rowe. He's like the spark yeah. in that in that in that team. Yeah. But at the minute, it, it just looks so lax, lackluster. There's no desire really there in terms of trying to get the ball back. Are we trying to press? Are we not? There's no energy. It was like kind of get the ball to Saka. What can Saka do? Okay, he he's lost it. Right. There's no plan B. What do we do mm. now? It just the whole thing just didn't fit. Arsenal have been gutless for how long? This isn't a new phenomenon. They were gutless under Una Emery. They were gutless at the end of Arsene Wenger. They're gutless now. Mm. But the challenge is, is that there are very few top Premier League clubs now that you can't levy that accusation at, at times because leadership is so rare in football now that you're not seeing a lot of character, a lot of, but a is lot it of the leaders. Rate, take, for instance, Jurgen Klopp. You can quite clearly see when Liverpool go one up, they're trying to get two, three, four, five. They're just relentless. It's almost like Arsenal don't kind of trust where they are at the minute in terms of they go one up, which is the hard part, get mm. themselves in front. And it's almost like, what do we do now? Are we good enough to go on and win this game? Or do we sit off? What do we do? And Every team in the Premier League, when they come up against Arsenal, I think, we got a chance, home or away, we can get we can get a result here today. Why is that feeling there now with Arsenal? I don't think it's just now. I think it's been uh, for for a few years. On any given day, any other team in the Premier League can beat Arsenal yeah. because they're just not hard to play against. They're too open at times. No communication. If Norwich turn up, who are rock bottom on Newcastle, and they they pull it together. They, on any given day, could beat Arsenal. Without Aubameyang performing, you see that last night, snatching oh, at chances, dear. even at Newcastle, he missed that big chance there. When you've got a centre-forward like Aubameyang, I was always one that said, you've got to play him, you've got to keep playing him, because he's your best goal scorer. you've got to find a way of just keep playing him and he'll get the goals. But I can understand from his point of view, because at the minute, he's offering absolutely nothing and you're playing with 10 men. Now, the Manchester United interim manager, Ralph Ragnick, has begun building his backroom staff for Old Trafford. He's confirmed former United States international, the big old Chris Armas. Yeah, yeah, Chris Armas, we've got him at Old Trafford, will join as his assistant coach. Ragnick says he's also bringing in a sports psychologist. We have decided to bring in a sport psychologist with Sascha Lenze. Uh, he's from Germany. He's a former second division player. I have worked with him for three years. Uh, I used to work with him uh, for three years at, uh, uh, at Leipzig. One year in the year that we won promotion from the second to the first division myself. And in the following two years when Ralf Hasenhüttl was head coach and Scholt Löw, the current assistant coach of Thomas Tuchel, was his assistant coach. So we know each other since then. For me, it's only a question of logic. I mean, if you have special coaches for goalkeeping, for physical education, for even for strikers, for whatever, for fitness, you also should have an expert for the brain. On to the Chelsea manager now. Thomas Tuchel has been speaking ahead of their final Champions League group game against Zenit St. Petersburg tonight, live on TalkSport 2. Tuchel, Thomas to his friends, was asked if he feels like this is the toughest patch he's had as Blues manager. Maybe seems to you like this, but does not. Actually does not, because we dropped some points against Man United. We as we, we find a solution to win a game at Watford. A remarkable goal! 
Mendy caught out a mishit cross from Arthur Masuaku. Freak shot in the end of a away game in, in West Ham. So we had this before. We had this before that we lose games. We don't like it, but we're not worried. We know what we have to do to win games. Now, YouTube boxing sensation Jake Paul, not a boxer, has been speaking to TalkSport's James Savundra after Tommy Fury, not a boxer, pulled out of their upcoming fight. Savo asked if he would fight John Fury, that's Tommy's dad, after a recent press conference outburst. I would fight John Fury for sure. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious. I was hoping he would have punched the TV. If he would have done it, it man, that would be one of the most legendary press conference moments ever. I would fight him. I'll fight the whole family. If Tyson moves down to cruiserweight, I'll fight Tyson. No problem. And knock him spark out. And then we go on to the big fight. And here's John Fury himself speaking exclusively to Jim White. Comma, fantastic. Well, he's just a spoiled kid, isn't he? And you know something? You can go on too much and be a pest, can't you? You know, he says some wicked stuff, don't he? But I'll tell you what I do. I have found out about him. Can't take it back. Once he gets it, he's like a, uh, like a child, isn't he? You're a cringe old man. Nothing really changes. He's an old, miserable man who never accomplished anything in his life. He has a mediocre boxing record. And the best thing he ever did was Bond Tyson. That's his only accomplishment. But he is a child. He's 22-year-old. You don't expect it from kids, can't you? I'm an old man. Can't get involved with young youngsters like that. This is this new world we live in. It's a young man's world. So what do we do about it? I don't know. Now, the Ashes is well and truly underway. Down under, and England have decided to rest veteran fast bowler James Anderson. Rest him. Yeah, me neither. Two former quicks, Alex Tudor, Tudes, and Steve Harmison, Hammy, had this to say on the decision. As Anderson comes in once again. Oh, it's a beauty edged! Anderson not playing in this game. I think that's the right call. I really do because I think Jimmy's so important for this team that if he if he did get injured, Talksport had South Africa a couple of years ago, and within ten overs of the Test match, Jimmy was out of the series more or less. And that can't happen. He's got too much experience and too much knowledge of winning in Australia, but also playing there. So for me, it's a good thing that Anderson's been rested because he's he's so important for the second Test match. I understand after this Test match is four days, and then you've got the day nighter and they feel that he's going to be best suited there. But I'm thinking, listen, you can't be resting your best bowler at the beginning of the Nashes. It's Brisbane. I mean, what sort of message does that send to that Aussie batting lineup? thinking, hang on a minute, we sort of gear up to face Jimmy, and then he's not there. That might give them a lift. At the end of the test, we will see whether it was the right decision or not. And if I'm honest, I recorded this before a ball was bowled in the first test. But I can tell you, England won the toss. If you don't believe me, here's our cricket correspondent, John Norman, to tell us more. England have won the toss. They've chose to bat. Is that a good mm. decision, John? Mate, it's a ballsy decision. I tell you what, uh, Joe Root and Chris Silverwood, the coach, have made two big, big decisions. First off, they've left out uh, Jimmy Anderson, which we, uh, we knew yesterday and Stuart Broad. So that's that's massive. And they're batting first. Think, there it is. Rory Burns has been knocked over. First ball of the Ashes. Uh, a Yorker from Mitchell Stark, who came into the series under a lot of pressure. There's been a wicket at the Gabba.
And it's the captain, Joe Root, who's gone. It's not his opposite number, Patrick Cummins, with the delivery. It's Josh Hazelwood, impeccable line and length, drawing the England captain forward. 11 for three inside the opening half an hour of the Ashes after winning the toss and deciding to bat. And for a review of each day's play throughout the Ashes, why don't you download TalkSport's Cricket Podcast following on. It's not for you to reply, that's more rhetorical. Like, why don't you why don't you go and do that? That's a sort of rather than shout at your MP3 player. Well, I did all or whatever, I don't really care. Just go download it. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Don't forget, of course, to hit that subscribe button. I'm back on TalkSport today on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show alongside Darren Bent at 4pm. A reminder of tonight's action coming your way on TalkSport 2 at 5.45. Zenit against Chelsea in the Champions League. Then at 7 o'clock, straight after our show, you've got kick-off around the grounds with Adrian Durham on TalkSport. All the goals as they go in on a busy night of Champions League and EFL action, including United against Young Boys. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.